Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome into another episode of Five Out. You say Five Out. What do you mean by that? We got to talk about the Celtics who are red hot right now. There have been a ton of injuries in the NBA. Just everybody's dropping like flies, including Gordon Hayward, but that's just the start of it. Uh, we'll get into the NCA a little bit. Obviously, there's been some controversy with Memphis. And then we got it. Speaking of controversy, we got to touch on the Knicks situation because they, they, to no one's surprise, they are just a total mess. Once again, we'll touch on that. If you haven't already, you can leave a rating and review. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Make sure you take a screenshot of your rating and review. Send it to us on Twitter or Instagram at 5OutPod to redeem your free t-shirt. We have seven XLs and three, no, four larges left. So you got to make sure you get on those right away. Well, only a limited amount. We're not ordering another set for a while. And let's get it going. I'm just trying to be all right with it, yeah. I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. I'm just trying to spend the night with it, yeah. I just want to be all right with it, yeah. So I've been really trying to stay on top of tweeting out highlights and everything, even if it's not a game that I'm necessarily watching, because, you know, that's what we're supposed to do on the Instagram account. There's, I mean, the Twitter account. There's rule, different rules with Instagram. That's why we don't have those as much. We kind of have to stick to pictures. But I feel like every time I come across a James Harden highlight, and I swear, if a day goes by and I don't come across one, I'm stunned. They're seeming more like lowlights these days. and that's, I mean, am I wrong about that? That's for you, Matt. That's I, not for Tyler. I, I, don't, I told you, I'd block James Harden videos on Twitter. Can you actually do that? No, I wish I could. That, yeah, you can block a lot of stuff. You can mute the 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 keywords hard. So anything with hard in it, you can take out of your right, timeline. See, this is why I have you around. You should do that. Feet, Don't so. do that. He already play, like, doesn't listen to certain sound. He already has Nick Wright minus. Do not put those in my timeline. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You can block him too. Have you, I'm surprised you actually haven't blocked him on Twitter. His stuff still comes up for you. No, I don't see it. Okay, but I I LeBron feel like James derangement syndrome. I feel like every time I'm watching him play, it's just. One unathletic play after another, and it's him complaining about not getting a foul, a borderline travel every single time. I know he's always done that, but I mean, he usually makes the shot to usually look a little more fluid than they do now. Just everything about him seems clunkier, I would say. Where in the past, it seemed kind of smooth, I guess. As long as they lose, that's all I care about. But yeah, I'm, I mean, that's every James Harden video. It's him doing some one-on-one move. So that's this, it. but this seems no different to you. What, what, have you seen what I'm talking about? Uh, maybe there was I'm, that one no. sequence the other day where it was him against the Bulls. Oh. You, you watched that game, which it was a miserable <laughs> sequence. Bad Kobe White, bad Rockets. It was, oh, it was miserable. Don't drag him down, man. Don't. We don't he's not good. <laughs> oh, he's wow. not good. Wow. Okay. I don't like Kobe. Re- but just because I, I don't want to go down to Kobe White sucks because we're on the Harden train. He also sucks, but 
that sequence just encapsulated bad shot selection. He misses open threes all the time. He's shooting like 27%. Okay. At some point, I know it's just a rookie trying to find his footing, but at some point, this is who he is. And I <laughs> I don't... <laughs> he's like 10 games into his I know, NBA career. I know, but he's taking a lot of dumb shots. Like, it's, it's a feel type of thing. Like, at this point, you either have it or you don't. Like, you learn things about the game, but Matt, you either take dumb shots at a dumb age and grow out of it, or you never do. I feel like, don't you know, like, kids Ooh, our age? Marcus Smart's gotten a lot smarter with his shots. He's just uh, making them now. No. Wait, he hasn't gotten smarter still, with his shots? Recently he's been, but it's not. You're going to tell me that. He was smarter last year than he was the year before? I don't know. It's Dude, we started this year where he was doing, what game? The Knicks. There were some games they used to. He takes some, some dumb shots, yeah, still. that's what I'm saying. I mean, I think you can learn, but it's it's like a, there's like a limit to how much you can so we talked about this one episode about the basketball IQ. How much yes. can you actually grow as a player? Because like Ty said, you either sometimes you either have it or you don't. Mm-hmm. I think some players can grow. Like Jalen Brown's grown, yes, but is he always gonna is he gonna be as smart as a Kobe Bryant or a you know? I'm just saying. Obviously, this is like really top, mm-hmm. but I don't think you can grow as much learning as you possibly could do. Film all that, you, you'll never be as. There's a ceiling. That I can understand. Even when it comes to intellectual, there there is a ceiling. I think with Colby White's too. I think it's too early to predetermine that. But I think he's just in a shit organization. That's his real problem. Bad offense, <laughs> bad coaching. Yes, it's not. not he's good. more worried about developing the fifteenth man as opposed to he your is. first round. He's got draft a lot of pick. concerns on his plate. Okay. Yeah, the, the, the Knicks are talking about firing their head coach when the Bulls show no signs of it so far. Right. They, I, no. Yeah, no, okay. okay. I, I'm leading the charge to fire Garpax and fire Jim Boyle when nothing's happening. We're here so. for you, Chicago fans. We hey. got your back. Um, speaking of the Celtics, though, you really are trying to make up for lost time with Jalen Brown, aren't you? Complimenting him left and right. Even off the air, he's I talking mean, to us. Yeah, first thing. I just I call it how I see it. Like The way he's been playing, I, I can get behind that 100%. So this is why when you were – I understand the behind-the-back nonsense. Like I can get how it's, that in general – Has he made a behind-the-back pass? He's not made no, one he once. hasn't, so. But you, were you still getting annoyed at the shots that he was taking when I, in that video? Like right after I tweeted no. that out. No, I just said the passing. The passing pissed me off because I don't understand what the hell the point of that was. Okay, fine. All right, I, I'm not going to get on that. Then, yeah. right? I no, can't... no, the shooting stuff, no. I, I just get pissed at the passing thing because it just was – to me it was a waste of five minutes. Yeah, well, that's fine. I guess I'm not going to go and die in that sort because, I mean, that's yeah. or he's clearly cleaned things up a ton. I mean, his shot selection has been great. Shot selection is really good. His just like his aggressiveness to, to the basket. Like last night, he had a move where I think in b- before what he would do, um, it was a play he drove in. I don't think he, sc- he got, he didn't score, but he went to the foul line. And in mm-hmm. the past, he would have ripped it. He ripped it baseline. And in the past, I think he would have left his feet and either tried to dunk it or like he would have been off balance and he would miss a layup. He got by his man. He landed on two, pump fake at the guy in the air, and got mm-hmm. fouled into the line. Like, that's growth. I don't know what's more impressive with him right now. The fact that he's finishing with his left hand, I feel like every single time he goes to the rim, or his ball handling. That, I the think, ball handling definitely be the biggest, has gotten better. That's got to be the biggest Because the ball handling all. sucked. Like, I thought it was really bad his first couple of years. But don't you feel like now he's more comfortable almost finishing I, with his left hand? Yeah, I have not seen any concerns with that no but. but i mean in the past i don't remember i mean every time you said it he yeah. always wanted to dunk or I make mean, a stupid pass i mean that's he's been re- he's been really impressive and that's why i said when you asked like have i told you and i said no like i'm, I'm still like i'm like 50 percent web switching the bandwagon <laughs> I, because i think last night again and i've been i've been saying it since the first the first game i went to at, uh, at toronto I mean, uh, when they played toronto like last night tatum cannot make a layup i mean now it's not even to the point where i I'm like, all right, if there's contact, he's going to miss. 
I mean, he blew a left-handed layup last night with, no, with nobody near him. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, and he shot it like 4,000 4, miles off the backboard. There are moments where he looks fine. Like in San, San Antonio, he looked good. You no, know, I mean, yes. He, I mean, he, last he like, night... He was finishing like he's supposed to. It's like he's not... Yeah. We talked about how he's trying to get the contact and mm-hmm. then he's off balance. He wasn't doing that in San Antonio. Last night, he, he was against bad. Dallas, it was awful. I mean, obviously, I, th- I mean, there was Christ. times he missed some easy shots, like in the pull-up, you know, fifteen footer that we talked about. It was a good shot. Like he drove it, mm-hmm. got the defense lean, and pulled up, and he missed like ones that he usually hits. But it's to me, it's it's very concerning. He just does not look comfortable. I think one that stood out to me the most was Jalen Brown made an unbelievable pass off the rebound, one handed. You mm-hmm. saw that, yeah, of course. And Tatum got fouled, but like people will be like, oh well, you know, he got to the line. Bullshit! It's one on one. The guy's on your shoulder. If you watch the replay, he just like jumped into the guy and didn't even look to finish. Like you got to try to. He was content getting the call. Correct. Yeah. You got you got to go in there and try to either dunk that on him or create contact and get an one. That's kind of become his default now, though. Right? Yeah. He just wants to get the call. He every did time. not even look like he cared if the ball went in. And I was like, no, that's that's not right. Yeah. The the off shooting from three. I mean, he only took what three three pointers. You know, yeah. off mid range game. That'll happen. It's the in, it's the stuff in the paint that I care about. Yeah, right no, now I, I, I'm confident with him shooting the ball like out in the perimeter. It's just like when he drives, I'm, I have I have zero confidence that's going in the basket. You doubt a good thing is going to happen. You doubt they're going to lay it off, lay it up soft, or take oh, a dumb mid range shot. It's, you know? I mean, it's getting to the point. It's, it's not it's even. Bad. I don't even think no, the mid range has been fine. I thought last night the he finishing's just, the issue, right? It's, oh, it's, it's just, big yeah. time. Are you talking about the, when you say mid range? You talking about the little floaters he takes? I, I'm just flo- I'm. Referring to our mid-range debate we've had. You're talking about that one? Okay. Yes. No, in I, general. No, that was bad nah. last night, but he was... Well, it was, bad, gonna happen. it was bad in the sense he just had an off-shooting night. Exactly. That's going to happen. But the finish... Like, when you have a bad shooting night, That's how like, good happens. players, when they have bad shooting nights, how do you get yourself going? You, you kinda, get in the you gotta, gym afterwards. Uh, well, we can, t- we can talk <laughs> well, about that he, bullshit he wants, in a second. No, go ahead. He wants to talk oh, about We'll it. talk about that bullshit Number one thing in his mind right now. Well, hold on. Let me okay. just finish the thought I was saying. Oh, like, like you, go, you, you drive, yeah, yes. and, you, and you got to see the ball go in the hoop. Yes, or you get fouled, and you hit some free throws, and maybe get your confidence back up and get into a rhythm. But but he's all, he can't even make a layup. All he cares about right now, it seems like, is he's taking his threes and getting to the line. And he's not doing a terrible job of getting to the line, and then he's not finishing. It's but just, sometimes you're not going to get the call, so you're going to exactly. try to go finish. You should always. Yeah. I mean, yes, you want to draw the contact, and I get it. There are certain moves, you know, when like he, tra- like uh, who is it? Smart was talking about how Porzingis does this. And we've seen Tatum do it, where he does that wrap yeah, around. Yeah. Right, and you tra- typically, obviously, you do that on a shot, not on a layup. But you have ways of drawing contact. At the same time, how many guys do we watch are more focused on getting contact and not trying to get? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't it's make stupid. it. That's James Harden's game. That's yeah, it. No, that's his whole game but, is give me the line. But that, so and dumb. that's why I don't like watching him. But he's the only, but but uh, he gets to the line every time. Like, he, he gets to the line eighteen times. So that's whatever. Right, that's Tatum's right. not getting the line eighteen times. Didn't you say that the other day when, when against the Bulls? Didn't he get there eighteen he was, times? He, I, I, he was on pace for eighteen. He had like nine in the first half. He, I, he was getting him anytime he wanted. He could have had thirty attempts. Seriously. I feel like every time I've watched this year, and it's not an anomaly because the years passed. It's at least twelve times a game. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't have his numbers in front of me right now but it's yes he cannot he can do that if he wants to because James Harden also has the benefit of down calls 100 percent he's a superstar in the league Tatum Tatum's not, not there yet he does not get that but it, I just need him to finish man because you're not always going to get the calls you should be trying to finish everything anyway yeah yes the, the file getting the file call and going the line is just a bonus finish the goddamn play there are very like I can't I mean what LeBron does that yeah. maybe too like like Harden does I mean yeah. even then Harden I mean LeBron tries to finish and, and then the, the like going to the gym afterwards like I'm with you like 
Pathetic. Did 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 freaking Kobe Bryant or any of the greats like Jordan? Did he freaking put on Snapchat? They didn't but this have is that. like I know, but this is the problem with like today with phones and because to me it's like I always say to the players it's I'm more impressed with the work that you do when no one's watching. Yes. Go to the gym, Tatum. Do that. You don't need to. Why are you gonna tell everybody? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, I think I'm, that's I think that's weak shit. It is. I don't need to it's know so that weak. you're in the gym. Taking pictures of your goddamn shoes. You shot one for 18, you sucked. Just go in the gym, go back to the lab, do your thing without telling everybody. I wanted Tatum to rest up, come back the next morning, put out a workout video with the hashtag Rise and Grind. <laughs> Rise and Grind is the most overused cliche on yes. Twitter, and I hate it. It's what, yeah. our generation what of athletes. Say? What did he even say in the thing? Didn't gr- he say something like, oh, you got to be able to laugh at yourself? got to be able to laugh at yourself. Like, Bullshit. basically, it's self-deprecating. I suck, so I'm back in the lab. I don't... Dude. Yeah, that's like that's so, like... Stop dude. saying that. Back in the lab. No, oh, like, it's, so, <laughs> it's so lame. But it's not even... It's not... It's the laugh at yourself. Like like you said, it's like he's, like, trying to, like, make it you know, feel bad for him. It's like, bro... One for 18, it's the law of averages, right? You had a bad night, just go back, do your work, and that's it. Like, you don't need to tell everybody, oh, you get, sometimes you'll be able to laugh at yourself. Destroy the Wizards tomorrow, and I know that you went and put in the work. Yes. You know, come, I, back, come back the next game you and moved on mentally. Yeah. You, you don't, it's not even you need to put right. in the work. You just moved on mentally. I thought I saw on Twitter someone was like, oh, it was a good sign because Tatum, I think my buddy James retweeted. So I'm like, so, some reporter said like what Tatum said. It's a sign of maturity. Well, didn't he say in the locker room something about like I didn't like the team? I'm happy the team won or something. He said something team he related. Seemed, he, se- I didn't, I didn't. And he seemed happy. He, from, I saw him talking to a couple reporters, but nobody. Probably know, Jeff he, Goodman. He, he, I saw him talking to Goodman. I don't know if he talked to Washburn. He might have, but he seemed totally fine. Which, like, normal which stuff. Where, where, and what do you think about that personally? I think that's. I think that is a good sign. I do think that is a sign of maturity. I think that, that he's stuff, talking post game. That he's yeah he's there he's available I mean so, yeah, he I has got, a report I got the tweet oh, yes. it was Jeff it was Jeff Goodman it tweeted. was Jeff Goodman but that so doesn't says, surprise me Goodman yeah, loves says, you want to hear this I have the audio you have the audio of this? yeah yeah, All right, yeah. Play it. it's just not about Kemba ever it's not about Kemba in the locker room it's not about Kemba on the court and I think again the most telling evidence I can give you is Jason Tatum went one for eighteen last night one for eighteen uh, it was up there among the worst performance shooting performances. I think not only in Celtics history, but NBA history. And after the game, I was kind of talking to him. And a year ago, uh, he would have been so upset. He would have walked out without a smile. And in the locker room post game, he's smiling. He's laughing uh, because they won, because they beat Dallas. And, and the biggest thing for this team is all these guys feel like it's their team. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Gordon Hayward when he's healthy. Um, because Kemba's not a guy who's going to act like it's it's all about him and it's his show. Yeah, I, I, told, I told Ty this off the air. There are some guys who I think really, this is why I don't, um, I, I don't know Jeff that well, but th- mm. this is why I don't hate Kyrie like everybody else does. There are some people who really have it out and want to push the, the Kemba like, conversation so much. I, and I hold nothing against Kemba when it comes to that, but that's when Jeff Goodman, not a Kyrie guy. Whatsoever, yeah. But I, but yeah, I, they push their agenda. But I going back to the what you asked me about Tatum, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it is a good sign that he didn't care. I would have expected him now, to, to be upset. Now, do you think it's a sign of maturity, or do you think it's just a sign of what kind of locker room they have now with Kemba and that kind of like positive energy kind of stuff they got going on? I think it's more about the locker room than because, him personally. Because me personally, if that was the case, then he doesn't post that BS whatever an hour later. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? At the Outback Center. To yeah. me, that's not maturity. Maturity is. 
you know, if you're going to do your job, you're not showing everybody that you're going to, you know, look at me. I was shot one. That's putting the attention back on you. Like, oh, look at everybody. Tatum went in the gym. It's like, no one needs to know that. Don't think I'm not working. I am. Here's the proof. It's like, okay. It's definitely a look I'm, at me moment. I couldn't imagine ever doing that as a when I played in college or even if I was on the professional level. I, to me, I think that's embarrassing. Well, you would never go one for 18. You'd keep shooting until I mean, like even one for if 25. I, but I've had bad shooting nights, but I would never think to myself, I should put this on social media. No, because that's, I don't get that. It's more of like a, it's an attention thing. It is. I, you know, which I that makes that. me, like I believe what you're saying. The vibe was good, but I think that just shows what the improvement of the locker room is. I don't know if that's truly what Tatum's growth is. I think that it has to start somewhere. Yeah, and no, that's you're right. why I say right. that's why when some of these people say, "Oh, and it's any reporter," I mean, I, you could pick like five of them off of this thing. They say, "Oh, it's a great sign of maturity on that stuff." I don't comment on that because I want people to see the video, but that's it. Because yeah, it's a sign of maturity, but that can be interpreted in you see him as now he's Kobe Bryant or he's or, or Paul Pierce. He's way more mature than what he was, you know. Then there's the Kyrie end of the spectrum, yeah. whatever. No, it's a, he's just he's taking steps. Mm-hmm. I think that's the case. That's good. And then the stuff that he's doing with the, the, the yeah, that's childish. Of course it is. But well, he's also but still I, a see, 21, I, I know, no, but that's I, and I'm not even so blaming not, it just on him in that way because that's just how I think this generation is. Our generation, anyway, exactly. in your twenties, like this is the thing to do. If you yeah. if it's not on social media, you didn't actually go do it. Exactly, no, just, that's so true. You know what I'm saying? But if he let's say he started this year at like zero in terms of maturity, let's just yeah. say that's where he started. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say, and you can get up to 10. I mean, I'm not going to go and say he's even out of five necessarily. Just because it's, like, I have to see that over a sustained period yeah. of time. When everyone wants to say, oh, he's so much more mature now. Well, yeah, he's more mature. I'll grant him that. But how much more? Yeah, I don't, don't know. know. It could be yeah. a fl- if Kemba goes down and then it's just him and Jalen and then shit hits the fan, let's say. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Well, how do I know he's, how he's going to react then? That's why when people want to jump to these conclusions, you end up looking like an ass later. Uh, well, I have a question for you. Why? Why didn't? Why do you think Cantor didn't play? Was that like an he, injury he, restriction? You know what? Well, the, I, he looked bad, but I'm the, saying like the, is whole, that... the whole time. Uh, yes, Brad said he didn't expect before the game. Well, no, after the game, he said I uh, I didn't think he was going to play a lot. Brad said that. Yeah. So you know, Cantor wasn't expressed. He didn't have any worries about restrictions. Um, Brad didn't express it before the game either, but I can understand why you wouldn't want to do that. You don't want the, the Mavs to see anything. Robert Williams has been playing He's been playing well. well. I, this whole time, I thought the Cantor stuff was turning into, like, a conspiracy, and I still am not totally out on that. Yeah, like, are they out on him and his defense and everything? But, but he didn't look good. Like, phys- like, like um, yeah, physically. Yeah, the way looked, he moves. Yeah, he's just not, he's not there. And they're trying to integrate him back in, and I think it's just going to take more time. He's not listed as questionable or anything against the Wizards. Wizards. Yep. But um, but Tice is listed as doubtful. But anyway, Ty, Ty, I like Tice last night, even though he definitely messed up his finger because yeah. he was grimacing. That was bad. Now, There's a couple of guys though. I still don't understand what the plan is and what Brad or Danny. You mean like Javante Green getting 13 minutes and being in when it's 86, 86. I, I what the hell's going on? I actually on? I actually don't mind him out on the floor if there's. I don't know. I I can't think of the personnel grouping he's with. But what I like about him, he's he does all the like. If Marcus Smart's on the floor with him, that's not good. If he's him in, and Brad Wanamaker, and I think it was dude, Tatum yes. and Brown. Right, well, that's who I wanted to get to. Oh, why is Brad Wanamaker on this team? Please, I just bring out Tremont Waters and give him those minutes. I'd rather watch Tremont Waters. 
What is the purpose of him? What does he do? We need to tag Brad Wanamaker. He's been very um, active on Twitter lately going after people who criticize him. What the hell? I mean, he might be a nice you're, guy, you're okay. but I'm just watching I'm not, him play. Discouraging you. What in the hell does he do for this team? I think he fouls hard. He uh, dribbles up the ball and passes. Like, he can't shoot. I don't understand, like, what the let, purpose let of him being this. on the team is. Do you think he makes a lot of mistakes? No. You know what he is? Do you think he likes No, seriously. Do you think he makes a lot of mistakes? Uh, not as no, nah, I wouldn't. No, say. I don't think he does. Do you, yeah, I think that's do, part of why. Do you, he's a, yeah, he's like um, he's your third string point guard. I think that car- that carries weight when you're dealing with that. I, my thing is though, like if you're the third string point guard, I'd rather develop somebody. Develop Tremont Waters. He has way more upside than Brad much, Wanamaker. Well, I don't, I don't need a guy being the third string that just is like kind of even keel that doesn't make. He doesn't make any mistakes. But, but what, what the, the hell does for yeah? Now. But what the hell does he do well? He doesn't. Do, he doesn't bring anything to the table. You're never playing him in crunch time. You're never going to do. No. It, well, well, he, was playing, he was playing oh. in that '86. Well, you're you're that forced was, to. I was blown away. T- by that. that was yeah. after Kemba got hurt on the back spasm. That was, no, that was before. No. That was before. No, he was Kemba's, playing. It was a bad. It was a bad grouping because I remember looking. It was at, I remember yelling out oh, to yeah, myself. Yeah, he did get in early. Right. I said, "What yeah. the hell is this lineup, Brad? You have out there?" It was. It was Tatum, Brown, the two we just mentioned. Javante and Wanamaker, and I can't remember who the fifth was. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was regardless. But. But look, my yes, I'd rather see Trent Waters. Definitely has a higher ceiling than so. Put him in that spot because right now I think they're more concerned about giving him a ton of time to see what he can turn into and give him a chance to blossom. Matt, look, I know, I know, it's just it bothers me. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything for this team. I know. There's no payoff. There's no payoff to him being here. No, there isn't. Right now, there is without without Gordon. There is. They bring Tremont Waters up. That guy is way better than Wanamaker right now. As a rookie, but don't you think he can, he's more open to making more mistakes? I don't get. I don't give a shit. I'd rather develop him because I think he could actually almost be something. What is Wanamaker ever going to be? What's his ceiling? He's already I at it. I think he's pretty much at it. That's what I'm saying. Like, but, he, if he, but there's value in having a guy coming off the bench who's not making mistakes to yeah, patch things. Hold on. Here's my point though. You're saying he's not making mistakes, and I'm agreeing with that. But yes. he's also not bringing any positive thing to the table. So he just but out there. Some, he's wasting. He's just eating up minutes and not doing anything. But but being able he to doesn't a, score he doesn't assist he, he scored ten points last night he scored I mean that's I mean did, I mean, you, not, did point you see guard? how he scored his and one because yeah. he threw a shitty ass lob off the side of the goddamn backboard and got the rebound the rebound came back to him he pump faked and then that's threw up some awareness. crap that's good yeah, awareness great awareness <laughs> get his ass out of here <laughs> he's, I'm telling you he's there's no point I don't understand. His value. That's what Part I Part of the is. problem is he's very biased towards Trayvon Waters, You should Waters tag too. Brad Wanamaker in this. Brad, what are you good at in basketball? Please respond <laughs> to the five-out pod on Twitter. Thank We'd you. love to have you on. I would love to have him on. I would, like to, I would like him to tell us what he does really well. You'd turtle up so bad. No, I wouldn't. What the <laughs> f- well, I'm scared of some third-string guy in the NBA? No. <laughs> I'm not scared my, of him. My thing is with not bringing up Tremont is... This, like I know this is foreign to basketball now, being able to develop guys, but you have that advantage with the G League, and I would rather. See I don't that. know how much they develop down there. That's the only thing. They don't. They don't. No, I, I don't We've think. I don't think he develops. Hasn't in the half G the league. league? Half the league's been in the G League now. Something, something stupid like I, that. I, I, half the NBA half has been in the G League. Half of me thinks like a, the G League is like purgatory. That's what I really think it is. I, I think it was that for a few years, and for some guys it is. But for I, a two-way the, guy the like best way to get Tremont, it, the best is? way to get experience for him is Let's bring his ass up to the NBA. Well, bring him to the NBA, man. Here's the other thing. If, they have, if you think it's purgatory, let's say they think it's purgatory too. Doesn't that tell you what they think about Tremont? Then I don't think that's what they do. But no, they... I don't think that. But I, 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 they don't think that. But I'm just saying okay. I'd rather give him those minutes. I don't understand 
And at the end of the day, you're right. It's a third string role. It's really not that big. He but, needs to. But be, I, when I watch him play, I just don't. I don't understand what they see in him. He's so vanilla. He's as vanilla as he I gets. I know, and that's what I'm saying. Like we could. I'd rather have a rookie that that has some like craftiness that could do something, bring something to the but table. You, but we, we look. We know his skill sets. We also know Carson Edwards' skill, skill sets, right? Oh, he sucks. We right also now. know Grant Williams' skill sets, and we we. Don't really know Romeo's, but we. we oh, we that's another an guy. I forgot about Romeo. Right. Like, even bring him up and see what he, he's he, all about. He was up last night, and I'm. I, I was. I mean, if he's going to be up here with Gordon now, I would think he's going to get opportunities. Yeah, he's got to because based on what Brad said, I wrote about Frick, that the other we day. We picked him in the 16th pick or whatever the hell it was. He better be getting something. But if uh, for everything we saw from Carson, if you, he, he was he, all good and everything, he right? should switch with Tremont. But he doesn't look good right now. He looks terrible. So why would they want to go and rush it with a guy who they weren't necessarily as high on? The, that you're only I'll tell you right now, Tremont Waters would do a lot more than uh, friggin' whatever. He's uh, a little, he's more dynamic, but he also has a size issue. I don't care. What is the fear to rushing it? Do you think he's going to crumble? Do you think he's going to make massive mistakes in game that are going to be Dude, fatal? No, not getting as much time. Maybe if they if they want him to get extended, maybe they see him as being something more than what we think he's going to be. That could be it too. I think that there are, and he's allowed to make more mistakes. Right. It's not as many issues. He's not going to go and try and change as much. I think there are a list of reasons why you wouldn't want now, to do it. And they like one. And the other thing is, they like wannabe. They like wannabe. They like wannabe. Way more than you do. That's the other thing. I don't know why. I don't. He there's the no most, value. He played the most minutes off, off the bench last night. <laughs> yeah. That was 21 minutes. That was mind blowing. Honestly, so him. Honestly, I was thinking Grant about this eight. the other day. I honestly think I could probably go on a basketball court and do the same thing he does in a game. Dude. Because he doesn't, like you said, it's vanilla. He doesn't, he doesn't hurt the team, but he doesn't help the team. Yeah, he's what's he's got. I mean, I think he's, he's a, to me he's a, he's a non-factor. I think he's gotten, but it's not. But the thing is, a guy who's vanilla and just does what needs to get done is not a non-factor. Uh, what does he need to get done that he he's not a great defender? He's not a great defender, but is he a bad defender? I don't think he's bad. I think he's okay. I think he's okay. Again, okay. we're, we're not no, talking about your you can, like the first guy off the bench. I know he okay, plays like bring minutes. Tra- bring, I understand. Bring Tremont Waters. He's a good defender. Right. You feel confident in him right away being able to defend NBA I, guards? I'd rather see him out there than than what I'm watching Wanamaker play. I think he stinks. <laughs> a lot of it probably and, is trust related with defense, though, because offensively, yep. Tremont Waters, I think, would blow Brad Wanamaker oh, out of the water. Close. Wanamaker can't even shoot a jump shot. Right. So it's obviously about trust and defense. I would think that that's right. more important. Whatever, yeah, you don't need the offense. But how do you, are are you, are you learning that defensive? Although they're high on Vincent's, Are you learning the nuances you know. of defense in the G League, or are you doing that better in game reps with the Celtics game in your reps. parent club? The game defense reps. is definitely going to be game reps, but maybe that they see the offense has more upside. Brad, I don't know Brad Wanamaker's contract situation. I'm not, I haven't Hopefully checked it. Hopefully it's but done after this should year. be in the shredder tomorrow. But I mean, if you if you see a higher upside offensively with Tremont, you know he can be he's, he can be sufficient defensively. Then again, give him time to develop, like they did with nah. you know, with Romeo. They're giving him more Throw time. Throw him in the fire, baby. But That's the the, the, the Vincent uh, God, I keep wanting to say Vincent Poirier, freaking Javante Green. That was one I wasn't expecting at all either. Him getting 13 minutes. I think th- he does. But see, to me, he's valuable because he does dirty. He does the dirty work, man. I, I, I don't think Wanamaker does that. Ty, were you and I both on the Javante side things? Okay, good. I, I, I couldn't remember, I couldn't remember if Ty was. No, I, I admit you guys were right on that. It was a good call. I just couldn't remember if Ty was on your side or not. We're usually, um... Now, you both didn't expect him to get the time he's <laughs> no, no, Hell no. Yeah. He didn't. I mean, I wrote about that on EI Today. EI.com. I didn't, he didn't even expect to play yeah. as much as he did. He, just, he doesn't come in expecting to play like that ever, necessarily. But I think right now, he, he, he has a performance like that against the Mavericks. You give him a shot again, and then you give him, and then if he does well again, he continues to earn chances because 
you need to have someone to fill the gap without Gordon right now. Mm-hmm. Six, and we haven't done a show. Well, I did. I had the emergency episode. Six freaking weeks. That, that poor sucks. bastard. I mean, they nah, can't catch a break, man. Cannot. I mean, he's I mean, he's just, playing really well. He was. Glenn was, and we got sound from Glenn that we got to listen to, um, talking about the cute little team that's got Gilroy all upset and everything. Glenn was saying that he thinks I, I'm fairly certain I'm not misquoting him, but he was talking to me before it the show. Matter. You can go ahead and do it. Okay, that he thinks that Gordon could somehow end up being the best player on the team. He doesn't think he was at his best necessarily, but he thinks he can end up being the guy. And he doesn't, but he still doesn't think like Glenn's issue right now. Is you don't have a top five player on this team. He thinks he could be what the guy, the top like their top guy. No, there's it's, like it's, there's, it's Kemba, but. I'm starting, and by the way, I was wrong on that one. Where it needed to be Tatum, it doesn't need to be Tatum. It's Kemba. Well, I, I dude, Kemba's Kemba's outstanding. It, it's needs, it needs to be Tatum. But Jay, well, Jalen's. But the thing I is, think eventually it has to. But right now, this year, it has to be Kemba. But Jalen, yeah. dude, has been so consistent. We'll, we'll get into it more after. He's not, we, Tatum's not ready. We got to hear Glenn's sound first because that's kind of gonna allow. Me, it'll give me a foundation for what I want to talk about. Go ahead. It was a total disconnect. Okay, dysfunctional team. Whatever. And they're having a lot more fun, and I think they're far more fun to watch. Now, does that change my opinion about the cute little team? See, people misunderstand what I say about the cute little team. There are a bunch of cute little teams in the NBA, your Utahs, your Denvers. They're all there, and they're pretty good. And they win between, you know, 45 and maybe 52, 53 games or whatever. But do you really believe in a seven-game series they're a threat to win the whole thing? To me, two years ago, this team was building, and the building blocks were there, and they building were taking something steps. Special. Something oh, special. Oh, you were going to say it. They were building a championship team. I look at this team, and we talked about this a little bit yesterday. So you sit there and say, everybody will say the same thing. They need a big. They need a big. They need a big. Because in a seven-game series, you can get away with it. When you're playing these 82, night to night, you'll, some nights you'll get away with it. You're not going to get away with it in a seven-game series. But who are they going to trade off of this team? You can't afford to trade any of these guys off to get that big. So I repeat it. It is exactly what I thought it was going to be. At the beginning of the season, you guys were here. <laughs> right again, I said Glenn. they're a number three seed. <laughs> Milwaukee's the best team. Philadelphia is number two. And they're probably the head of that group of Toronto. Miami is certainly showing some life here. And there's that next group, Indiana, et cetera. You know what, but, but <laughs> yes, okay, he's going to put them with Indiana. Victor Oladipo just came back, and you're going to put the Celtics at right in the same group as them. That's where Glenn's off. So... His whole thing, when I, because he talked, you said he was talking to me for like 15 minutes after your show t- uh, today. Yeah. And his whole thing is the problem this, with the Celtics is they don't have a top five guy in the league on their team. And yeah, but that's fine. 25 I mean, other, other teams don't have that yeah. either. Right. I, I, but he, but mean, that's where the top five. Well, yeah. you mean to Glenn, in fairness, to Glenn's point, throughout the course of history, a lot of, if you look at most of the teams that win, yeah, I, that, he's yeah. not, I mean, it does, it's very rare when that happens where they win without a top five guy. However, the, uh, the assortment of talent that they have right now on this team, the way Jalen has looked, the way we believe Jason Kinley, we've seen it on nights. He's been nasty on certain nights. There's no question about it. But the way that those two can can look, and then you have Kemba, who can be better than all both of them, and then Gordon, who can be on the same level as pretty much everybody there. My thing is, with this team, why I have... I have gone back. To, at this point, I feel bad about my prediction. Where I, at the beginning of the year, where I said they were going to be out in the, after the second round, I don't feel good about that. I feel like they could content, they could make it to the finals because the you Eastern have, Conference Finals. I think they can make it to the finals, the NBA finals, the NBA finals. I feel like they have the firepower for that because part of what we saw in the Mavericks game, you Tatum was off. 
You don't have Hayward. Two guys take over that game, there, and all, other people help out. There's all, uh, Two guys can look like superstars on any given night, and you have four guys who are capable of that. I'm, That's agree- I'm agreeing with your with that premise of like the talent, because I've said that about I think they have the deepest and the best guards and wings in the East. Those four guys but don't my, have that. My concern, though, is, and this isn't like what Glenn's saying with, like, he's saying a big. I'm just saying rim protection and what they had. And I said what was going to hurt them the most was losing Al Horford. I think that's and not saying we need another Al Horford. If Robert if Robert Williams continues to develop, okay, maybe. But I, I still don't feel comfortable. That's the one area on this team I don't feel comfortable. What about losing Al Horford was the biggest issue in your mind? Because he was, was a it, great was, defender. Okay, he was a great man-to-man defender, and he could take any, he could take any yes. of the wings and the talented forwards, yes. right? What, do we not have a guy that can do that now? Who can take on almost anybody? See, but he's... I'm not talking about... Like, it's, it's not rim protection. Yes, Marcus no, Smart has been unbelievable on the defensive They can't end. even get to the rim on the mat. You saw... I mean, look, I know Porzingis just, looks bad right now. I'm just right saying now, rim protection, and I'm not saying, like, Al Horford was this unbelievable shot blocker, but mm-hmm. he just... It was size. Oh, it, actually, we, I'm dumping on Porzingis. Who was it you they were playing when you texted us the other day? You were watching them play. You remember you texted us in the middle oh, of one of the games? Uh... He, and you said it. Porzingis is back. And it was—I know it was before the before the Celtics game, but he looked good in that game. Yeah, like thirty point. in that game. Yeah. So that's my point. So it's not like he, that. Porzingis is trash. He's gonna—he's not where he's gonna be in a year. I would imagine. Still tears up the league. Yes, but Mar- not against Marcus Smart. Now he's done that against Love. He looked good when he was on Doncic the other night, and everybody's talking about who is it that said it? Who put him in the MVP conversation? The Scal did. Scal said Doncic is in the MVP conversation. Well, we have another cut from Scal. I want to yeah. get to. That's a little absurd. Go ahead. Let's play that right now. You want to play this? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Okay. This is Scal and Draper post game yesterday. I mean, if the Celtics got the number one record in the entire NBA, they could have three All-Stars, especially in the Eastern Conference, Scott. Yeah, I, I did talk to you about that, but it's so early, I'd have to really, really write them down. Really but I will say it. this. They don't talk about two-way players enough, and I think it's starting to trend yeah. that direction. Like, they're starting to give credit to the defensive end of the floor. Jalen Brown, to me, is a guy who doesn't take possessions off, and he brings it on both ends. So, yeah, the conversation should be happening. And this, when you see Jalen Brown, He's going I, there. I see eventually an all-NBA type of player. Now, you can be first, second, or third team, right, but right. I see him in that conversation. Right. Like, every year, people have to write down, you know what, I'm going to give the nod to Jalen Brown. He's a two-way player. He can shoot the three. <laughs> he can drive to the basket, and he can make plays. Yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> no I, no I see doubt about it. Eventually, an all-NBA type of player. Look, he's grown a ton. He looks like an all-star right now. To say he's an all-NBA player after 10 games, I don't care if it's third team. I don't care if you're saying third team is his ceiling. That's absurd. I I see eventually an all-NBA type of player. I mean, you go where? You Jimmy, want- Jimmy Butler is one of the best all-round two-way players like in the last handful of years, and he has trouble making the all-NBA team every year. Like, yeah. He does not do that. Jason Tatum, or Jalen Brown, I should say, isn't going to be Jimmy Butler. No, uh, no, I would, I would, no, but it's very unlikely. If I'm a betting man, I would agree with you. Right. Yes, I would agree with you. So two-way players don't get their due. I agree with Scal on I, that. That's point. why I'm always on Paul yeah. George's side and everything because I, I feel like he doesn't get credit. And Jalen Brown hasn't got credit for years. Right. Now he's finally getting it because what? Because of his friggin' offense, yeah. not because of his defense. No, it, it's always. I mean, unless you're a Marcus Smart or a PJ Tucker, Rudy Gobert, you're not getting that love. And even then, right. it took Smart years to get that love. You got something to say? Because you were your hand, you were hands were in your face before, and that does not translate to no, what we're I doing. Just, I, that's why I don't watch that show, man. I I see eventually <laughs> yeah, an all NBA type of play. Anybody that watches that, that the pregame, what pregame post game, 
Those two right? guys are just ugh. Well, Celtics play, bobos. Man. He played the game. He knows what what's going on. He oh, yeah. he played it. Yeah, you know, he watched from the bench. Look, I know that I vouch on your opinions and everything. And anybody who knows you, Matt, because you played the game and everything, that helps. But just because you played the game, no, doesn't make it does not make you an expert. Doesn't make you a good commentator. And guess what? Doesn't make you a good coach either. Hell no. Hell no My no. worst coaches that I've ever had were probably the best players, like you know, in, over the course of their career. Yeah. No, no it, it, does it, not it, mean it doesn't shit. always translate. My problem with that show, I don't know if, if Draper or all of them know anything, but they're just so. It's so biased it's, to the Celtics. It's just like that. I mean, that comment, like you said, is just it's it's so out of bounds. It's not even close. It ha- dude, Matt. It it's happens, not even a debate. It happens with. I mean, every broadcast. I mean, the only Ugh. exceptions are like what Dennis Eckersley, um, and and now maybe Grandy. A and now bit? And, and now we and, understand why there's people that call Wei and and say um, <laughs> what's Robert Williams is um Time, Time Lord. What's his ceiling? Oh, oh, no, no that was 98.5 that oh, that happened. No, sorry. that's okay. No, but that was... Who said that? Ty, Ty, said that? Ty Texas that, to that. Yeah, it was yeah. on NBC Sports yeah. Boston. 98.5. He said no, I think it was one of, it was tell, one of their producers. Tell, tell Matt, everybody, Matt, our listeners, it, what the it, ceiling it is. It was their producer. It was oh, one of their producers. God. So someone that's paid oh, to work there God. said that Hakeem Olajuwon is uh, Robert Williams. Is the ceiling is, for I mean, like... I didn't hear it. Like I just does saw this person the, watch don't know anything about basketball? Have they ever seen Elijah Wan play the game of basketball? Probably not. I'm gonna have go, they seen Robert Williams play the game? Robert yes. Williams, I don't even know if I threw the ball to him in a post up if he could score. And they want to tell me his ceiling is Elijah Wan. Robert Williams is good for two oh things: Christ. blocking shots. His ceiling and is Capella. That's his. That's his ceiling. Okay, I, I mean I would take that. For sure, hundred uh, percent. I'm but, saying that's his ceiling. Yeah, being nice. Elijahwan. <laughs> Hakeem Elijahwan is an all-time center. But this is the problem. With this guy's a lob artist and gets rebounds. That's it. He's, yeah, he's a watered-down version well, of Robert DeAndre. Williams. Doesn't even get rebounds enough. Robert Williams is like a bad version of DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, I think right and now. And DeAndre he's actually that. got a lot of rebounds. He was like one of the best rebounders in the league. He's outstanding. So, he still gets a lot of rebounds. Yeah, so if Robert doesn't do that, then that's a bad. They, com- that's a bad comparison. By they no, no 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 I don't think it's that bad. I'm just trying to remember you know Lob like zero, City DeAndre Jordan. zero offensive game besides yeah, just no, literally right. catching the lob. Yeah, you're right. I just feel I you know what's funny is DeAndre Jordan obviously jumps to the roof, but I just never felt like he moved all that well on the floor. He just always seemed clunky to me. I never got how he jumped as high as he did, but. That's why I'm having the issue. Because, yeah. but otherwise you don't right. throw the ball down no, to DeAndre. Because Robert or moves, Robert, Robert, great. Right, but Robert moves. I feel like a little bit better yeah. along the floor. But you, you, honestly, in the grand scheme of things, Ty, when you look at it all, yes, I think that's actually. But do a you good remember? Comp. Do you remember DeAndre coming out of Texas A and M? Yeah. Yeah, he, no, was, no, he was damn good. You're, no, you're right. Yeah. Super it, raw, he, like Ro, like Robert was too. Yeah, but yeah. And, and and that's the thing too. If you look at now, obviously Jalen has a much higher ceiling, higher ceiling, much more dynamic player, all that. Seeing what's happened with him and his development, going from this guy who had a ton of potential, but you needed to kind of polish him big time. That to me, seeing what Robert Williams' growth is right now, and then looking at Jalen, if you trust, if anything, I would trust the Celtics' developmental process right now because clearly they know what they're doing. And, and I mean, again, you want to criticize Danny Ainge for his drafting or whatever through the years. I mean, Jalen right now, I, if you wanted to say he's, I think he's going to be an All Star. Then that's fine. Well, I don't think they developed yeah. that many great players. I mean, no, but right now, I'm, you not, know I'm, not has, talking, I'm not talking about over the past ten years. I'm talking about right uh, now. Uh, I was gonna say, they know what they're doing all, right there's now. There's only one team that has a really, really good developmental system: the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably last. Um, I think the Nets do, have done do, pretty good. Do, do. No, 
They have done good though. They turned Spencer Dinwiddie around. They What's turned the Joe answer? Harris around. There's only one team. Man. I got, I got, I got 15 guys to develop. Oh yep. I think there's, <laughs> there's one team. There's one. Oh, team. I, th- I, I thought it was a freaking pop for a second there. Sorry. I got 15 guys to develop. It's the Spurs, man. There's no, oh, yeah. There's no okay. one even close that develops players as good as the Spurs do. And the Celtics, I mean. Talk about developing, like yeah, they they've done uh, rounds. Yes, yeah, developing, but I mean, I hope so. He's the third overall pick in a draft. But it doesn't, guys don't always necessarily pan out in the way you what, expect what, them to. Yeah, but I'm saying Spurs usually get guys. Doesn't matter what round they develop their guys. That's it. You're right. No, that's that's definitely the case. So, but I'm just, but I'm not talking about over the course of even Brad Stevens' tenure. I'm saying over the past few years, they've known they they figured it out with Jalen Brown. They figured it out with Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. That's two guys. That's that's two more guys. It's two guys. One guy's all it takes to show that there there's something there. They're figuring that they, they it doesn't. I'm just saying that there's something there. It wasn't Ginobili. It wasn't Tony Parker. I'm not talking. Okay, those guys weren't first round I'm, top three picks. Am I talking to Matt or Fennis Dembo right I'm now? I'm just I'm just speaking out of the truth. Like I'm I not, know it's the truth. I never said the Spurs weren't the best. The, at developing I'm just talent. saying the Celtics aren't really. Think of all the wasted ass picks they've had. But that's fine. I'm not talking. Jared Sullinger, Fab Mello, rest in peace. Uh, who else is, drives me nuts? Kelly Olynyk, like some of these awful picks that were in the t- first round. Ugh. Yeah, they've had a ton of and bad they don't picks, do, and they don't develop them at did all. Did I say that they're the best team in the league? Oh, did I say suck. they're top five? Did I say they're even top twenty-five out of friggin' thirty? Yeah, probably like no. thirty-one. I said that they're getting better. That's all I said. I, I can only hope. They, they, hey, they can't get any worse. You look at those two guys right now, and they've already improved. And you, has Jason who? Tatum not improved? Robert We're Williams talking about top Brown. three picks. This, 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 uh, is Robert Williams a top three pick? No. Robert Williams is Marcus Smart a no, top well, three pick? Robert Williams should have been a top fifteen, but he's a dumbass. That's why he went to twenty six. Well, he wasn't. He all right. He's been okay. Oh, I don't oh, think he's dumbass, great. What about Jared Sullinger? Was he not a dumbass? Great. Was Jared Sullinger not a, a, a god when he was in college? Yeah, but he was terrible. Your first round but, pick should be rotation guys, and the Celtics. I'm don't saying they've really learned from their year. mistakes. There is value in that. That's how you get better. You learn from your mistakes. You don't learn. You never learn from your mistakes. Oh, I forgot. You never made a freaking mistake in your life. No, never. Well, Danny makes a lot of goddamn mistakes. Yes, he does. I'm t- I'm not, again, I'm not talking about Popovich level. No one's on his level. Without, and I'm very curious to see what that organization looks like when he is gone. I feel like they're just gonna collapse. Yeah, it's like Belichick when he leaves. Yeah, it's yeah. It'll be no different whatsoever. Do you know? Can you tell me another team that but that is outstanding at developing developing their talent? <sighs> I mean, some teams have done well. I think well. the Thunder have, have been pretty good. They've been when Pressy took over. Um, well, yeah, it's been it's only been under him. That's true. Um, it's when they guess when they switched from Seattle. Try to there. think anywhere that really stands. I mean, it's just but at the same the time, they didn't the do. Class. They never ended up doing anything with it. They made it to one finals, and they got I know, squad but you're, the talking about, you're talking about a small well, class. I mean, if you think about it, they didn't. They couldn't identify who the greatest scorer of all time was, and it was on their friggin' team, right? No, yeah. they, they did the right thing. Got rid of his his ass. Yeah, I think they did too. He'll never win. Did they still? I mean, they. Should, I mean, well, you, did they do the right thing though? You didn't. Yes. Want, you shouldn't have tried to keep him and make it work with those no. three for a little bit. There's not enough basketballs in the world. Coming from a Kobe guy. How many rings does he have? This is very. That's all. I, that's very the, true. Ty, you see how quick I shut that conversation down? I saw it. Yeah. That's all oh, I do. Oh, good for you. And guess what? You know what I'll do? I will learn from my mistake. <laughs> and I won't bring it up again because that's what people do, just like what the Celtics have done right now. They, all right, they, no, they're, they're on the right track. I'm just, I'm not all giddy about it because I just know how many guys they've drafted that just have not panned out because right. either they don't develop them or they made the wrong pick. All those guys are pre what I'm talking about. Eventually, an all NBA type of player, and even that is stupid. 
That is that is ridiculous. We've yeah. we've totally lost track of that whole thing. That was a terrible take. And three All Stars. The uh, now I said that I wrote something after Tatum got no, uh, nominated for Player of the Week that he could be an All Star. Like this was a good sign for him because he was not playing well. He scored twenty points, but he wasn't playing well. I wouldn't be stunned if he gets it over Jalen Brown still. I'm not saying he deserves All it. NBA. Yeah. No. 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 All Star. I would not be stunned if he gets that nod over. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I could see Jalen Brown just because. If he's putting no more points, it's all people care about. Uh, there was one last Celtics thing, because we've been talking about it, I feel like, for a half hour, um, that Ty actually wanted to get to, too. This is a BS take from, was it Brendan Haywood on C- SiriusXM? It is, yes. This is uh, Brendan Haywood, who played with Kyrie and Kemba, and is now kind of having some revisionist history on the Celtics. I didn't have any doubt that this Boston Celtics team would be a good team. And did I know that they would start off the way they have, only losing one game, winning eight in a row. No, I can't say that. But I thought this Boston team would be better this year without Kyrie. And I'm not a Kyrie basher. I played with I like Kyrie as a person. Who is it? But I've played with Kyrie. Brendan Haywood. I've played with Kimba. And the difference is <clears throat> the person. Kimba is consistent as a person. There's not the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows. And because he's consistent as a person and he's a – good leader, and guys like him, and they gravitate towards him. I understood what Kimball was going to bring to that Boston locker room. He brought, what, he brought something to that locker room that they didn't have all last year. And it, was, it, it wasn't a jump shot. It wasn't any fancy dribbles. He brought consistency. Okay, so my takeaway <laughs> is the beginning of the clip. The first, you know, like eight seconds. Here it is again. I didn't have any doubt that this Boston Celtics team would be a good team. And did I know that they would start off – the way they have, only losing one game, winning eight in a row. No, I can't say that. But I thought this Boston team would be better this year. Okay, that's like 15 seconds, but still. <laughs> his point is, I knew with Kyrie leaving and Kemba taking his spot, I knew they would be better. And no Horford. And no Horford. Yeah. He, you didn't say that. No. You never said that. No one said that. You're a public media member who all your takes are documented. You've If you said this, it would be on the internet. You would have come across that. Oh, when it happened. No no right. doubt we, about it. You find every bit of we sound. We search for sound here at WEI from like every talking head who mentions the Celtics and if they hate him or they love him. Either way of the spectrum, we find those takes and like we couldn't find anything from Brendan Haywood talking about, oh, I knew they would be better with uh, Kyrie out and Kemba in. It's like, no. There's Nobody no shot. shot that. No shot. No, whatsoever. No, this is... I, I, I mean, maybe he just... He's not going to get... Do they take calls on SiriusXM? I feel like they don't. Maybe, maybe he's not going to get called out on it. I don't know. I mean, I don't know who listens to it's Sirius XM NBA. Yeah, Sirius XM NBA. He goes on the I, jump. He does some ESPN stuff. I, I just <sighs> the only time I remember hearing from him last is when Kevin Durant absolutely put it on his face when he was on the Thunder. <laughs> That's the last time I heard of that guy. I just yeah, I don't know where this is coming from. Like why he someone would feel like they got to lie about this because he's definitely lying. There's no. But way. I thought this Boston team would be better this year. Why? Why would you ever think that? Kyrie's a way better player than Kemba Walker is. The pieces might fit better, but Kemba. I thought. No, I thought it was more the Horford was what reason was what I thought at the beginning of the year. Was you're without you're without Al. I felt like if you had Al and it was Kemba and Kyrie, it's close to a wash. Right. Not. Well, you're saying he's a way better player than. I, I think Kyrie's he's a Kyrie, way better no, player than, than I think, Walker. I think way better is pushing. Yeah, it's, it's I think lie. he's a better player. Don't I think get me he, wrong. Have you seen what's happened to their defense in in Brooklyn? Yeah, they're they're a, a disaster. Okay, yeah. well, let's not champion Kemba Walker as some defensive stopper. Oh well, 
He's very high on him defensively. He's a good I defender. Thought, I thought he, last he, night he wasn't a good defender. I thought he was he was kind of sloppy last night. But I think he is a pretty good on the ball defender. You said you said to me you thought he was one of their best. Yes, I said last night. He's feisty. Last, no, that's last fine. night that's I didn't fine. think he was great. That's fine. No, no, that's I think he fine. was gambling a lot. But yes, no, I think he, he compared to Kyrie. Kyrie, it was Kyrie optional. looks so late. It was such optional. a lazy defender. He's, it's optional. When the he thing plays. with Brad that I, I the one thing I will definitely die on this hill when it comes to Brad. He gets the most out of everybody defensively. No coach. I mean, maybe okay, maybe Pop will get more out of him. Sorry, I don't want to mm-hmm. go and defend the, the Spurs, Matt. But, um, but Brad I got fifteen guys that develop. Yes, of course. That guy and, sucks. Uh, he, he doesn't develop what anybody. What his name? I got fifteen guys that it's develop. Coach. coach fucktard in his name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but Brad always gets the most out of their, their, his anybody whoever he has defensively. Anyway, um, I yeah, I wouldn't say Kyrie's way better than Kemba. I think he's a significantly better ball handler as much as Kemba's really good. Maybe he's a better, I don't know, he's better than him, I guess, but he's not, like, I wouldn't say like it's head and shoulders. I, I think Kyrie, his head's on straight and he's playing to the best of his abilities. I think he's among the elite guards in the league that can win a title. That's a big if, though. His head's on straight. Okay, yeah. So, And I'm not, like, trying to be a dick. It's just, like, he's Kemba up has, and down. Kemba has his head on straight. He plays consistently and will never be the best player on a title-winning team. I think Kyrie can do that. You think Ky- well, he hasn't proven it yet? He hasn't proven it yet because he doesn't have his head on straight most Kemp- of the time. I think Kemp- last year they, Kemp- they would have Kemp- been that Kemp's team. A w- Kemba's a winner, though. He is a winner. He, is. he did it in college. But everyone, I mean, in Kyrie, in, but I, see, I hope he does in the NBA. I don't know if he can. Yeah, he can't be a number one. Neither can Kyrie, clearly. So I, I don't know. Your one A, you mean you have to have a, a one. He has to be a one and then a one A. I don't, I don't know what the two K ratings are, but I think that's a 91 and 88. 91 and 88. So okay. I, I was thinking more like a 90 and 85 type thing. Oh yeah, that's hard. Yeah, so that three points is a, a decent amount. That's a that, yeah, three threes. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say five's a, a lot. Five's a lot. Five's a lot. Three not that, yeah. Three. I think three's accurate. Three two points. I, I, I would put it at three or four points in two. Can I think that's a lot? I see four. I'm not. I'm not there with you. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. I can't keep it up. I can't give this bullshit. Speaking of uh, of BS though, the friggin' Knicks. They're such a goddamn mess. It's comical. I mean, the the, the Brooklyn Nets, the, their CEO is already out. I don't know if you guys saw that today. He was there for two months. He's gone. But I don't think that's really basketball product related necessarily. I think there's a whole other mess with it. But David Fizdale, they're, they're Fizdale, excuse me. They suck. Shock of the century. The Knicks are not a good team. Um, and Woj reported this the other day. So the Knicks had a um, like an impromptu... So, it was a news conference on Sunday, and it was their president. It was not James Dolan. I think it was their president and their GM. Anyway, Woj reported even before Sunday's <sighs> news conference, Nick's president, Steve Mills, had started to lay internal groundwork for the eventual ouster of coach David Fisdale. Why would anybody want that job? Why? Uh, I mean, like, I get it. It's No. I, Talking I, to the mic. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's not catching you. Well, there hello you there. Um I who would? I it's a disaster. They are You're going you said if you're a rookie coach, good, get experience and you possibly could, you know, I don't know, get another job, but what? You're going in there knowing your last thing you a, are a year doomed. or two. You're screwed. You have no shot the whatsoever. F- like the fact you that you have that a stud in RJ Barrett and you have zero hope. But no, but the thing that's sad is like it's like uh, Stephen A. Smith said it. I I mean he was either on drugs. Who's the guy who said this? The president? Uh, yeah, Basketball Mills. Ops. He had to be on drugs. If you really think this team, he said that. <laughs> yeah, well, he said because he, he, to his comment saying we expect this team to do better or and he's like <laughs> he's got to be on drugs, like because everybody else in the world 
When you sign Taj Gibson, when you sign um, Julius Randle, your best guy, Randall, Julius Randle, you know, you sign these guys, it's like, you expect to be good? No shot, no way. Come on, like come on, like you, like you have to be on drugs. Mook was the best. You have to be. Mook was the third best player on the Celtics team in the first half last year by accident. We can agree it was by accident, yes. right? And he was, and we can also agree he was probably the third best guy on the team at that point in time. I mean, the first half. Of the I season. never liked him, but yeah. Okay, he was one of the best scores. If you go into the season and Marcus Morris is supposed to be your third best player on the team, you're doing something wrong. This, I mean, and that's what he was for them. I mean, you could maybe even argue he was supposed to be their second best player, depending on how they felt about R.J. Barrett. They're a friggin' train wreck, and the problem it starts at the top, and yeah. it will continue as long as he's there. It's the, never going to change. Their personnel seems built for tanking, but oh the God. ownership view of the team is like, oh no, this is not a tanking team. So that's why it's like uh, so you, you it's build so a team bad. that's how can built you think for that. You built a team to tank, and now you have horrible results, which is for tanking, and now you want to fire the coach because what? The results aren't what you what you thought they were going to be. How do you, we could bring Mutt, you built a crap roster? You have a crap product, and you're acting like you're surprised by that. Nah, we bring, and then the coaches, the, and and the coaches no, scapegoat. They would know. Like Andy and Mutt, I could ask them: Are the Knicks supposed to be good this year? Before the year, they say no. Hell no. No shot. No. No. They. But Dolan's just a. No, it's not even like, Dolan. They, they're telling Dolan that they should be good. You think it's I don't their think fault? Dolan telling... gives a crap. Clearly, the the, the franchise has sucked how, for how long. I understand not caring what people think about you. Like you, in, in this business, you can't care what people think about you more than uh, than most businesses, especially in, in when it comes to athletes. Same thing. Dolan's position, same thing. But damn, how can he not? Like, it's to a point with him where how can you not see that you need to sell this team and, and MSG and everything. Because nobody wants you. I mean, he's banning fans from MSG who heckled him last fans, year. Fans, media. Is it the New York Daily News that he consistently runs he issues hates, with? He hates them, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just nonstop. I mean, he's had issues with the fan, our sister station. It's never ending with this guy. And he's just a clown. And I just, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, it's it's his fault. I blame this all on him. I know that the, the, the Knicks are doing a terrible job in, in the front office, too. And what, Fisdale, fine, whatever, but... God, no, well, actually, oddly enough, we have sound from Jackie on this, right? From Jackie Mack on ESPN. What was she saying, Ty? I don't know. She had, okay. I, 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 I'm <laughs> not kidding. I, I don't know. Let's try and decipher it then. Here's Jackie Mack today. It's just confounding that an organization that really prides itself on not giving much information holds a press conference while their coach is in the locker room addressing their team after the game. Coaches and executives that I've talked to throughout the league just can't believe this is happening. It's not great news for David Fisdale. And, and many of them are wondering aloud, does it have something to do with the fact that Porzingis will be returning to Madison Square Garden on Thursday night, a very unpopular what? trade that was made, and of course the Knicks are losing. So I don't think it's a coincidence that Porzingis is on his way and all of this is happening. I don't get this. Like, So the first half, Jackie's definitely spot on. Did we on hear that correctly? I, that yeah. was very weird. So I say this to you guys before. To me, Jackie's word is as good as Woj's, and I feel like those two are on a different level for most people. They, they, you know, Stein's good too, and everything like that. But the, you know, I think they're both on a different level. That's why they're at ESPN. I have no idea what the hell she's talking about. Are losing, so I don't think it's a coincidence that Porzingis is on his way, and all of this is happening. Oh, she obviously didn't see Porzingis play last night. <laughs> I don't get that. Now, I'm wondering why are they getting all riled up because Porzingis is like that's what's going to lead to firing Fisdale? It sounds like she's hearing this. It's not like she's connecting the dots and analyzing the situation. But like, how does a bad trade, an all-time bad trade for your team, 
and him returning to play your team hurt the coach. The coach didn't trade him. Yeah, in her defense, she said you were right. She said some front office people were saying that. But why would they? Why would what organ? How does that work? But, well, she's saying there's no coincidence. So yeah. in her mind, I think I think that's no, her. No, no, she said she heard from 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 some front office people that they they were thinking out loud. Great news for David Fisdale, and, and many of them are wondering aloud. Does it have something to do with the fact that Porzingis will be returning to Matt? And then she later says, well, it's no coincidence. So if they're wondering yeah. aloud, she's heard all these opinions, and she's like, well, if all these people are thinking it, then I don't think there is. So I think she, it's, I think it's her conclusion. It's so weird, yeah. I don't think it's a coincidence that Porzingis is on his way and all of this is happening. It's, her conclusion is weird, but they're thinking out loud. She's going from wondering too. about the situation to having a conclusion about the situation. So I don't know. Fair. It, it just sounds I, weird. Like, I, that makes no sense. My point is, for, for both the group of executives and then her, yeah. the fact that that thought crosses your mind, I don't know how. That, I mean, I would never connect those dots. I would Take just look that at, for data. Who is that? That's David Fisdale. Take that uh, for data. You know what's funny is I heard you were playing sound from him before the show, and we're not going to use it. But I mean, I, I honestly didn't recognize his voice. Yeah, that was when he was fired from the Grizzlies. Like they, they had uh, bounced in the first round. They had a tough start one year, and mm-hmm. then he's like, "Oh, you know, job pressure, whatever." Take that for data. <laughs> oh, that's too bad, David. And it looks like you're going to be on the. You're going to get the boot again. But he has what, like two and a half years left on his deal. Like this and year, get and, paid. Yeah, so he'll be he will be fine, and he will. Uh, have plenty of money to make up for. But anyway, um, just uh, one last, what was it? No, we had the uh, NCA stuff that we wanted to get to. Oh, so first things first. Northwestern has had a very rough year athletically. Baseball team didn't do so hot. I know no one cares about that. I do. Okay. They had done well the year before or something. It happens. Basketball. They had, was their first NCA playoff berth last year or was it two years ago? So you know they how, definitely were in it two years ago. So you know how so that's what it was. It was two years ago. It was their first one. You know that was how, where the '80s kid was crying on national TV. Yeah, everybody loves to rip on that kid. Meme. Hey, you know what? The, I think the kid I, deserves to be ripped. No, oh, he was. He was even in high school. If he wanted to be like a care. freshman, oh, you're such a dick. He, I'm going to hell. I know. He <laughs> might. That might have been. Honestly, that might have been one of the '80s kids. He, it was. One hundred percent. It was the AD okay. of Northwestern's kid. Okay, I'm, I've never been a big fan of the AD. Um, it's the same guy from when I was there, but. I um I didn't know that was I, I was just going off of my recollection from dealing with them in the past. So credit all, to me. All time internet meme, love it. Uh, yeah, of course. Anyway, so that so basketball had a rough year, or I mean, sorry, football is having a, a terrible year too. Worst offense in all of football. I think they're like a top five or bottom five team in all of football in the college rankings. And now this the college basketball season started. Oh, maybe things will turn around. They lost to friggin' Merrimack. And if we have Merrimack listeners, I appreciate you guys. No disrespect. Congratulations. You deserve to kick their ass. Shout out Merrimack. But let's be honest here. It's your first year as a Division One basketball program. A Big Ten team? I'm sorry. Should not lose. Them. Shouldn't freaking lose that game. You know they paid Merrimack like $100,000. Oh, that's how it works. That's how it works. Ooh, yeah. You lost a to buy come. game. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You, pay, you paid them to come kick your freaking ass. Yep. I know. Freaking embarrassment. That's what happens. I mean, we did it with baseball. We would go down and play Texas Tech and all these other teams. They pay us to come down. It's the way it works. It's how... It, you, yeah. No, that's... But you... That is... <sighs> Davidson did that to uh, me when I was at school. St. Joseph. You always played I, Davidson? That's how I met Steph Curry. Oh, I didn't know that's how you... Oh, I yeah. thought you just played there. No, I played... We played them. They oh. paid us to come get our ass kicked. Yeah, I mean, and that's... But that's how it works. It was a great experience. 
Yeah, yeah. But fun. I'm not. But did you I'm learn not, a lot? But I'm not Northwest. Yeah, I actually did. No, you're not Northwestern. I, t- I did learn a lot from Big Ten basketball is supposed to be good, right, Ty? Occasionally. The top. Yeah. Not in March. Not in March. No, that's very yeah. true. I could not be more embarrassed for my score right now. But you know what the thing is? I remember when I first committed there, everybody was like, oh, it's a good baseball school. It's like, uh, we're in the Big Ten, and I'm very excited about it. We ain't a good baseball school. No. And then and people would say to me, oh, basketball this and football that. You know, they're doing well. They sucked in football forever. Basketball? This is I said it to you. This is like the first time, it was two years ago, a year ago, that they made the NCAA tournament. Yeah. They suck. And then I, that's why when I was there... I, I couldn't understand why everybody loved our AD because you know why we did dick when we were there too. Yeah. I mean it was it was a joke and I, look I'm proud of that I was proud that I played there and I loved it and everything. But when people whenever someone says oh it's a good it's a good program it's well, a good thing, thing is not like... just mine any anytime someone says that innocuous oh it's a good program I don't believe you it's <laughs> bullshit you better cite me like five reasons why I, they're a good program. I, the funny thing was I asked you before basketball I was like oh how's Northwestern gonna like yeah whatever like you kind of like. Because I know. Merrimack goes and beats their ass. Because every, every, every year, my all my old teammates, we have like a group track because of fa- fantasy and stuff. They say, uh, football this, and they're following it. I'm like, why are you guys following this shit? You know what's going to happen. <laughs> every freaking year, they're going to suck. They're gonna, or they're going to be disappointing. They've had good years. But they're always going to be a disappointment in the end. And I'm, and I'm never wrong. You know? Yeah, that's pretty I, I get it that I'm, I, I grew up in New England in, in the prime of sports around here. I don't know what you want me to tell you though. I, they, the Northwestern is—they're perennial losers. Yeah, that's why Giant I was a good fit there. Of I mean, Mer- I mean Merrimack literally just Watch went it, Division One. What? Merrimack just went Division One. They did. Yeah, it's just hockey. That's it. That's been Division One. Well, yeah, now basketball. But I mean, it's a big statement win. I'm happy for them. That's good. Yeah, real happy for them. Screw Northwestern. You know, I haven't given you any gear yet. It's taken me what ten years to give you gear. I'm, I'm definitely I, not listen, doing it. Now. I know where your campus is. I've been there. Yeah, you have. Yeah, <laughs> he he went there. <laughs> and he texted me. He, let's just say he he saw a lot of things that he liked <laughs> when he was at the Northwestern campus. It got a lot better when I it was first. Very started. distracting. Anyways, the James Wiseman stuff. Yep. But that's obviously been the biggest conversation in in the college basketball world oh, world right now. The NCAA just. They love just being the joke of everything. They continue. You're they right. They suck. But I mean, they are they the dumbest people in the world? Now, I will say, they're idiots. But sounds like Penny Hardway was a moron in this situation, too, don't you think? Knowing yeah. what they're like and knowing, I mean, come on. That, I'm, I'm not going to disagree with that. I just, like, why? Just let the kid freaking play. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, you're just pushing people away from not the product. That's what you're doing. Yeah, I understand it's an issue. You know, he's bringing them closer to where he's he's going to end up playing, and obviously the kid's going to want to play for Penny after that. Mm-hmm. The kids are going to want to play for Penny anyways. Correct. But at the same time, this is not good for you. You're going to keep him around for. You're going to suspend him for the year. What's he going to do? He's not going to go and come class? back. Class, we ain't going to class. He's and he's not coming back. No kidding. No shot. You wouldn't burn me like this. Now I can go get paid. I don't care if I'm going to lose a little money. It hurts the product. And what is that going to do for other guys? They're going to go more and more. Take the R.J. Hampton and Lamelo. Lamelo, yes. Lamelo Ball. I see highlight slam. Loves, Number one pick next year. Slam loves to post their highlights. Oh, constantly. The two of them on Instagram. It's it like, makes me want to puke. Oh, I mean, they, they don't look bad, but it's all He's the killing time. the New Zealand League. Big deal. Like, I mean, like, cool. But you're, they're getting money, and they're going to be able to get drafted. It's I don't blame them for doing it. I mean, it's a, I, I, wouldn't, yeah. I couldn't imagine doing that at 19 years old. That sounds no, wild to that's me. That's crazy. Uh, but anyway, um, last little bit of news, unless you guys have anything. Just there have been a ton of injuries this year. 
Um, right now, we're dealing like with all right now. That's Hay- crazy. Hayward um, out for six weeks. Middleton three to four weeks thigh contusion. That's a little weird. You got to again. What's up with these bruises and guys being out for more than a week? That, that's a long time to be out from a bruise. I don't get it's it. Excuse for load management. They, yeah, I guess so. And they looked. Um, they almost. What's going on right now? No, uh, Dame's on the screen. Dame's oh, that's my guy. Oh. He Sorry. dude, oh, he dropped sixty the other night this too. Was, uh, but see, you they know why I didn't say uh, they lost. So Did you watch that game matter. though? Yes. Yeah, it was he. Uh, but I don't brag good. about my guy dropping sixty in an L. Yeah, I only no. care about sixty. That's a Devin dubs. Booker move. Devin yes. Booker loves the, the high scoring totals and a loss. Yeah. This is very true. Um, the speaking of the Bucks though, with Middleton, did you guys see any of the end of that game against OKC? Did not. No, you were tweeting it. So yeah, I read okay, the OKC. They almost put, they almost pulled that one off too. That's why when everybody like I, I don't I think Middleton was in that game. I could be wrong. Either way, that's why when everybody says oh the the Bucks this that and whatever and the 76ers like I get it. It's it'll be the playoffs and it's different. But you know OKC who I think is a is a solid team. Mm-hmm. Um, they would be they have much higher stock if they were in the East. They're putting up a fight against them. None of like the, the Celtics can go and beat this that the Bucks team. They can go and beat. The Sixers too. Other other guys that are hurt: De'Aaron Fox, three to four weeks, sprained left ankle. Good for the Celtics because they're going to face them soon. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's that makes sense. A month for a sprained ankle. Uh, Eric Gordon is probably the worst one though. Six now this one's up to six weeks, but it looks like he needs knee surgery. Shams was the one that reported actually all of these first, and he didn't specify what it was exactly. I have no clue what it is. On a much happier note though, uh, Victor Oladipo. He's back. He's with the G League right now, uh, with the Pacers G League team, and that's in Fort Wayne. And the then, Mad Ants. They are the Mad Ants. Thank you. And then uh, Paul George, expected to be back on Thursday night. I could not be more excited to see my guy back. He's going to come <laughs> out. That. He's going to dominate. I swear to God, if Kawhi sits that game out, I'm going to be pissed, though. I want to see those two on the floor right away. It's going to be amazing. Um, do you guys got – oh, do you get your shout-out? Yeah, my shout-out, and we talked about this. I'll just add this to my shout-out. But um, huh? we talked no, about this before the show. Um, so I guess this is my shout-out. Shout-out to Virginia basketball and their defense. And, oh. Um, <laughs> Bob Walsh wrote this uh, blog. Uh, if you guys, if anybody, the listeners, like reading some, you know, just quick blog stuff. This, this was really good. Just a paragraph from his blog about – um, great defense, and I, I just think it's a lost thing, really, in basketball today. We we don't really talk about it as much. You no, know, of everything's focused on offense, but 100%. Um, great defense gives you a chance to win every night, regardless of many other factors. It helps you overcome injuries, it helps you handle the road environment, and it can also bridge a talent gap. Being great defensively can separate you from many other programs, but it also gives your team confidence. If you can get them bought in playing great defense, you have an identity, and that is always tough to play again. Against, so I, I, like I don't that. know. I just I, I really like that paragraph, and, yeah, it, and it's the true Q's because game. I think a lot of yeah off the Q's game, you know, Virginia won forty eight thirty four or something like that, and they held Syracuse thirty four points, and a lot of people, you know, will talk about you know how boring that game is. But to me, I watch that game and I love watching that because you just watch guys compete on the defensive end, and that's their identity. And I I think a lot of basketball teams struggle to find their identity on both ends of the floor. But when I watch Virginia, I know what their identity is on each side of the floor. All people want is flash. And yeah. that's one thing about college basketball is there's flash. 
but there's so much more hard work in it. It's mm-hmm. so much more grit balls oh, and guys great. getting after it. And, that, and you're right. Virginia is the epitome of that right yeah. now. And, it, and, I mean, you were saying it before the show, how they've been able to reinvent themselves after losing talent. Oh, after last year. Yes. They lost Hunter. Yep. They lost mm-hmm. um, Kyle Guy. They lost... Um, I can't think of his name. Oh, my God. Brain fire. Anyway. The point, uh, guard, uh, the point guard, right? Yeah. I can't think of his uh, name. Uh, plays at his own speed. I can picture his face and everything right now. It was Ty Jerome. Oh, it was Ty Jerome. Okay. Yeah, Ty Jerome. Yeah. Okay. So I liked that, those three. They were really good. And, I mean, I liked watching them last year. They just, I mean, obviously they, they had some things go right for them to win the whole thing. But, uh, you know, a lot of people aren't fans of watching that. But I'll, whenever they play, I, I tune in because that's, that's, that's basketball that I like to watch. Now, do I like watching up-tempo too? Yes. Because, like I told you, UNC to me, if you want to watch transition basketball, watch UNC play. Mm-hmm. I mean, they run up and down the floor like anybody else. Matt would love Wisconsin basketball. Low scoring, grinded <sighs> out, defense. Yeah, no, they, yep. they sort it. But they don't, I don't know, they don't do it like Virginia, though. No, They don't no. play pack line and stuff. No, no. We will um, definitely be talking more and more NCAA stuff as the year kind of gets its legs underneath. It's not, I mean, look, as much as there's stuff to talk about, it's not the same as the NBA where it's just always 24-7 nonstop chaos. The NCAA is just getting rolling. There's not that drama to the same extent. Building up towards the season, and we will get some uh, some college basketball guests too. I think I got a Big Ten analyst that we'll be able to get on. Maybe we'll figure out if we can get some other people from there. I'm sure Ty Dickie V has. Uh, you, can, you can get Dick Vitale. You, you, I, you, I, I don't have those. Uh, big, uh, no, Big Ten, not Big Time. Oh no, I don't know Big Time analyst. I figured you would be the one to get the Big Time one. The Big Ten analyst. I don't. Who are you getting? I'll tell you. We can worry about that when we get there. We'll see. I don't know. I'm just saying we, I might be able to. Okay. So I like it. Anyway, uh, what are we looking at on the time right now? Uh, we are at an hour and ten minutes. Do you want to finish out with this taco fall cut? We I was either gonna say that or the Celtics blog thing. The Celtics blog thing. I don't think we should give it any attention. <laughs> okay. I, I almost feel bad because we're gonna shit on this guy so much. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, we can, I, we can I run mean, through these trades. To, we can run through these trades right, real fast. I mean, you don't want to talk about. Uh, all right, I'm gonna run through them. You guys, say, you guys, uh, keep in mind which one you like most. Okay. okay. And, then, and then we'll touch. Yeah, on that. I already right. have so, mine. I like. This is under the proven winners category. This now, this was written by a guy who I actually worked with at um, when I was at Celtics Wire for USA Today, uh, Greg Bruick Casoli. So, prop- but Celtics blog has a pretty big platform. Though. Yeah, I mean, Keith so it's not Smith, nobody. Keith Smith does stuff for them. He does yeah. a good job. Yeah. So these are guys. This is what is it? Uh, can the Boston Celtics make a championship trade? Now this is the proven winners category. Trade number one: Draymond Green for Marcus Smart, Ennis Cantor, and two first round picks. That would be Boston and Milwaukee's twenty twenty picks. Then there's Marcus Saul and OG Ananobi. I think I said did I get that Ananobi. Ananobi, thank you. Um, for Gordon Hayward. Trade number three, Marcus Smart for Clint Capella straight up. And then there are honorable mentions, Tristan Thompson, Steven Adams, Kevin Looney. I I mean, Tristan Thompson would be the only guy, I mean, I think it's possible that you could get in the course of all that. Anyway, up-and-comers, Miles Turner for Marcus Smart and his canter and the Memphis pick. And these, yeah, like I said, up-and-comers. Uh, trade number two, straight up, Jaron Jackson for Jason Tatum. Trade number three, Mitchell Robinson for Robert Williams in a first-round pick. That would be Boston's 2020. Trade four, Bam Adebayo and Dion Waiters, who we forgot to touch on, got busted for, uh, what was it, gummies, Ty? Right? Ten games of suspension. CB, yeah, CBD gummies. Some yes. weed gummies. He ain't ratting nobody out, though. He ain't, he, no, he ain't no snitch. Exactly. Ain't no snitch. Um, so that would be Adebayo and Waiters for Smart and Grant Williams. And then slight upgrades would be Max Kleber, Max, excuse me, Maxi Kleber for Daniel Tyson, Romeo Langford, 
And then Kem Birch for Carson Edwards and Shemi Ojale. I mean, Ojale. my question to this kid, how much time did you really put into this? I mean, you see how long this thing I is. I know. It's like, dude, you wasted your time because all these trades suck. This is bad. Like I said, Tristan Thompson's the only guy on there who's actually realistic, and even then, I don't like... That's the one point Glenn's making that I would agree with. You're going to have a tough time getting an upgrade um, down low. Like for you're, Who are you going to move on from, necessarily? And you got to be really confident you're going to be contending for a title if you're going to do that. But... Which, Matt, which one's your worst one? I think I, I think we're all in agreement on this. Actually, Ty, actually, why don't you go first? My this, my worst trade. Yeah, the worst one. Tatum <laughs> for Jaren Sharon Jackson. Jackson. I I know Ty doesn't agree with that. I don't, you, no, I don't like that one. That yeah, makes no not, sense to me. What is both? What what is the goal for that trade? I don't no know. Goal. There isn't one. What, how does that make he, you? Did he just pick out two light contracts and they're the same age? I had to work. Like why? Basketball wise, why? Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. What, what's the reasoning behind it? So I think that's the worst one by far. It says dealing Tatum for Jackson would be a bet that the latter's defensive ceiling is higher than the former's offensive ceiling. So you're trading offense for defense. I mean, the Celtics do need more defense, but I'm not giving up Jason Tatum to acquire that. Yeah, no. No, I'm not. This is. I mean, these are all bad deals. He literally is saying this deal isn't happening, but it's fun to think about. And like he describes so, most of these trades as that. The reason why I, the reason why I did want to touch on this lately, just for everybody out there who I know we got some real basketball junkies listening to the show, and you want all the content that you can consume. When you see these trades, if there's not a source or report next to the title, there's generally or like in the course of the par- the the. The body of the story, and there's not a source after a proposed trade. That means that this person made it up out of nowhere. I had sources. So, like, if I go and write something later in the year, which I may write, like the bigs that the Celtics could target, because that is a legitimate conversation. Who would they go after? When I do that, unless I have a source there, that is my estimation. These are guys that I think they could legitimately go after based on the money, how they fit on the team, and all this stuff. Not because Danny Ainge was whispering in my ear. Okay, and if it happens, then I'll, you know, or I, try, I try to be as educated as I can. So maybe I'll talk to somebody, and maybe I'll know stuff. But if I'm not telling you a source, then it's my thing. It's my opinion. That's what this is. This is, this is completely made out of thin air. So just keep that in mind when you see the Bleacher Report stories and stuff like that. They only take so much credence out of these, these, whatever, like these cooked up deals. Did, I get my, did you guys get what I'm saying? No, nah, I just think whoever nope. wrote this had a couple gummies before they did it. So you're saying don't fall for like a robot Dave or emotional. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, just, just, you know, next exactly. time you want to write one of these, just take a couple gummies. You and Waiters can come up with some that, that is the, 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 like, as I was going through my explanation, I realized, like, you said it. How much research did this guy put into it? Not much. I just, some, there are just, sometimes people just, whatever research they put in, they just don't know what's going yeah, why on. Why do we, we don't, like, right now, I'm, I, I like where the team's going. Like, let's not, we don't need to cook up some deal right now. Maybe towards the trade deadline, we make a move, but. Right now, let, let's let it rock. Normally, I don't want to get in on the, the shout-out game, but I know one of our listeners, Spencer Fang, had a good game the other day. I saw Fennis Demo. Oh, okay. Spence. I saw he tweeted that out the other day. So, I you, nice job, buddy. Curry, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, last thing, right, Ty, was the Taco Fall sound. And now, I mean, Matt's big in Maine. He's actually a celebrity up there. Yes. So, he was talking about Mainers, I guess, the other night? The citizens of Maine. He is a guy, obviously, from Africa, and uh, he's now living in an opposite he'll world. Be, he'll be loved up there. People in Maine, I, I notice they're a little more, like, uh, I don't know, it's just, like a, a lady saw, wanted to take a picture, she just saw my lap the other day. I was like, <laughs> 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 but they they just very friendly. 
Yes. That is right. main people. Yep, they are much, much nicer. You than... ain't in mass hole, baby. Like no. a, a lady saw, wanted to take a picture, she just saw my lap. Dude. Yeah, a little different. Maine's, Maine's God's country, right? <laughs> yeah. Did you see he had to get like a custom winter jacket made for him? I was there when he got it. Oh, you were there? Yeah, I was I was there that thing was massive. That it would have was... covered this whole table. It was yeah, huge. He, he tried to get uh, Kemba to try it on. It would have been like a dress. I think even Tatum was like, it would be a dress on me. I'm he not he looked so happy. It, felt, it was like a cool moment to he's watch. He's getting hooked yeah. up with gear left and right. Yeah, I mean, Taco's a good, he's a good kid. Yeah. It's weird to say he's a good kid. He's like towers over me, but he's a good kid. kid. Anyways. That's pretty much it, right? We're done. That's it. We'll talk to you guys again next week. What it do, baby? Yeah, you already know. I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to spend the night with it. Yeah. I just want to be all right with it. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Hey, I got no resolutions. I'm just hoping for some. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.